for today's podcast. It's time for another board recap podcast. How are you today, Dr. Smith? Very good day. Gorgeous day outside. Beautiful nice weather. Day. Yeah. For uh, the first third of April. Uh, we'll take it. been blessed. You bet. Yes, definitely. So let's jump into last night's school board meeting if, uh, if you're willing. And we started, as always, with good news. And we're going to call this great news from now on because it does yeah. seem like every time we have such good news to go through that's taking place in all of our schools. So Last night, we lifted uh, several individuals uh, that uh, do a great job for us. One was Nora Walsh. She is a longtime science teacher at Wrights High School, and she was selected as an Indiana finalist for the Presidential Awards for Excellence in Mathematics and Science Teaching. So congratulations to Nora for that. Uh, we always uh, do very well, it seems like, with Leadership Everyone's Celebration of Leadership Awards, and this year was no exception to that. So we had uh, several either individuals or groups or programs that were uh, recognized at this year's COL recognition, and those were our Festival of Nations that just took place recently, uh, our EVSC opt-in signing day that takes place in the late spring every year, uh, Elisina Martin uh, from the EVSC Foundation was recognized, Robin Wipkenberg was recognized, and Justin McCullough-Haddix received an award, so congratulations to all of them. Uh, speaking of awards, last year or last week, we took part in those surprise announcements that are certainly one of our favorite things each year, the Vandenberg County Outstanding Educator Awards. And we had surprise ceremonies. I like the one picture, especially of one of our winners. You can just see the shock on his face. So congratulations to Brianna Campbell. She was the elementary school teacher of the year in Vandenberg County at Lodge Community School. Jance Johnston, who teaches sixth grade at Delaware, was the middle school outstanding educator of the year. Tim Wilhelmus, uh, the outstanding high school educator of the year at Central High School. And New Tech principal Chris Gibson was the Vandenberg County principal of the year. So congratulations to all of them. And then last but not least, uh, we just mentioned Chris Gibson at New Tech. Speaking of New Tech, they won a state championship in robotics, and that just recently happened. And uh, they actually uh, are the first Indiana Robotics state champions, and this win will qualify them to attend the first championship uh, world's event in Houston, Texas, coming up here in just another week or two. And best of luck to them. And I think that's pretty good news from last night. I agree. I think it's great news. And, um, couldn't be prouder of all the accomplishments, not only of our teachers, but also s certainly of our students. Definitely. Definitely. It's always fun to go through those. And we always like lifting those on social media and then highlighting some of those to our school boards. So then that uh, wrapped up that part of the meeting last night and took us into consent items, if you will. All right. We'll jump into consent item 3.02, consideration allowance of payments. So for this pay period, it was $18,390,955.82. And that was for almost the entire month of March. So that's why it's a large amount, included two pays. Uh, so uh, that that's a lot of money. Yes. Uh, item 3.03, .03, consideration through the purchase of items from extracurricular accounts. So we have... Uh, two things. We have several schools now that have a rock climbing wall, and uh, Highland is going to install. Very popular with students, and it's yeah. amazing how they utilize that in PE, and it really is something students enjoy. You bet. And then T-Couple is going to buy, buy a volleyball equipment set. Then item 3.04, consideration to approve the regular board meeting dates for the 2023 to 2024 uh, academic year, and uh 
our patrons can click on the file there and uh, look at all the school board meeting dates for the upcoming year. Item 3.05, consideration to approve the renewal with Goldbook Toolkit. This is uh, an asset for our special ed teachers that we started using this year, and the results have been overwhelmingly favorable. Uh, so we are going to, once again, provide this for our special ed teachers, and um, we're very happy to be able to do that. 3.06, consideration to prove the permanent electrical distribution line easement to Centerpoint Energy in uh, Indiana South for Bossy, And this really is due to the proposed uh, location of the pedestrian bridge that is going to go over Highway 41. So um, we're grateful for the collaborative effort that we have here in uh, southern Indiana, specifically in Evansville. So uh, we are providing that easement uh, for Centerpoint uh, Energy for, um, I think, some consideration. And let me see if I can find the dollar amount. And that's certainly a project that's been a long time coming and, and really it's through the yep. state. So we're looking forward to, to doing whatever we can do to work with right. them so that that can get off the ground. Yes. So I'll be compensated $1,991.67 for that easement. Item 3.07, consideration to prove the pipeline easement from Centerpoint Energy South. And this is for Central. So this runs alongside our uh, softball fields and soccer fields. And it is... Uh, to make certain that they can improve um, the distribution for gas or other substances through their pipelines. Then moving on to item 3.08, consideration to prove the architect for the Bossy High School security camera system. As we've been working with a uh, uh, provider uh, for cameras and looking at everything that we want to do for Bossy High School, it really did reach a dollar amount where we want to bring that back to the board for approval of an architect. Uh, as you know, Bossy is a gorgeous school. We certainly want to maintain that inside. And uh, Bossy is one of those schools that is extremely solid. <laughs> it was built in the time. Uh, I had the blessing of teaching there for 11 yeah, years. Yeah, you spent many years there. Uh, going into the basement as well as up into the attic and just being amazed at the thickness of the walls. Well, because of that, uh, takes a little bit of extra effort to uh, install our cameras, and that's why we're getting the services, obtaining the services of an architect. But aren't we lucky and aren't our students fortunate to attend such a historic building that really is, I, I would say, one of the most beautiful school buildings in the state when you look at it? I would wholeheartedly agree. Gorgeous inside. Yes. Out. Yes. yes. 3.09, consideration to prove the revised agreement with Marsha Brenner Associates. So as we are moving to power school for our new uh, student information system, we already had contract with Marsha Brenner uh, Associates, what we refer to as MBA. But we also learned that there was some greater functionality that our folks could use in extended day and we care programs. So we are going to purchase that additional functionality and, and have MBA uh, make some modifications for us. So we are excited about that and the benefit that will bring for our parents that utilize those services. Item 3.10, consideration approved their agreement with Reflection Sciences. So I am really pleased with this. Uh, we are piloting this uh, in the remaining days of school for the spring so that we can roll this out for all of our kindergarten students next year. But we've talked a great deal about executive functioning skills and how important those skills are. Ac executive functioning skills are actually a better predictor of success post 
uh, schooling than a GPA or um, an IQ score. Because it really does. We talk about this all the time, carry over into what employers want to see in an effective workforce. So very few school systems uh, actually know much about executive functioning skills. I think even fewer uh, are trying to be very mindful and intentional about how they utilize information when it comes to executive functioning skills. So we will be able to have baseline data on our kindergarten students next year. This is basically piloting what that looks like so that when we do roll it out, it would be a much smoother process. So we're excited about uh, what the potential holds for that. Um, And this is, I think, a great first step. Yeah, looking forward to that. I do have one quick question on 3.04, and I'm just asking you this, Dr. Smith, because I get asked this from time to time from people. Simple answer to the question. We typically have two school board meetings a month. Why do we need that number of meetings? I've had some people say, why don't you just have three meetings a year? And I know you've got an answer to that. So from a superintendent standpoint, how would you answer that? You know, it's interesting and great question. I think some universities have one a month or not even that frequently, Mm -hmm. but we are a very large enterprise and the board actually needs to take official action for contracts, for payment of uh, all of our bills, the expenses. Really for all the things things you and I talk about on these podcasts. Right. If we went to one every three months, I cannot imagine the length of the meeting, but uh, the citizens of Anver County elect our school board members to carry out their wishes. So that's why we have a meeting, in essence, twice a month, um, because it's so important for us to to remain engaged with our board, understand they're the governance side of our school corporation, and then they hire uh, the superintendent as well as the rest of the staff to carry out the day-to-day operations of the school corporation. But we need the permission of the school board of the elected officials in order to do our work. So really everything on the agenda that you and I are going through today and in previous podcasts, it is placed on the agenda because you, our leadership, feels like uh, that this needs official board action. Absolutely. Okay. And state law dictates that. Yes, exactly. So, uh, and then that takes us to consideration of personnel recommendations. Yes. So as I typically say, those personnel recommendations are there for your perusal. Excited to have Brandon Artis come back to uh, Central High School yes. where he uh, was a football star as yeah. well as a coach, uh, assistant coach. And I I know that he is excited to return to Central and pay it forward. Yes, yes. Looking forward to the impact he's going to make there as well. And that takes us into action items from last night. So 5.01, consideration toward the contract for the Central High School Wall Repair and Improvement Project of 2023. So this was taken as an information item last time. Uh, We solicited bids. Then uh, based upon how the bids came back, uh, the project was awarded to Arc Construction uh, in the amount of $422,900. And this is basically to, to shore up uh, one of the exterior walls at Central High School. 5.02, consideration to award the contract for the Delaware Elementary School Overpass Renovation Project of 2023. So the process that is enumerated in the law was followed. Uh, the base bid went to Die Brother Lumber and Construction. By the time we put in alternate bid one and two, the total amount comes to $449,200. So that includes not only 
the repair and renovation of the overpass of Delaware Elementary. It also includes putting a canopy in the front door or for the front door it's gonna improve to really clean up that appearance. front entrance yes. as well as encasing um, one of the uh, dumpsters, frankly, for lack <laughs> yes. of a better word. That happens uh, to be there because the cafeteria right. and the kitchen area is there. Yeah, that's not how you would design a school now, right? Uh, but that's the way that it was after a number of modifications. I think Delaware uh, originally uh, was built, I think, in the 1930s. Yes, uh, it does have a rich history in that neighborhood. Yes. And uh, I love Delaware Elementary. My folks uh, met at Delaware Elementary School and uh, then went to the old Central High School. Yeah, kind of interesting and to think about shortly that. shortly after their graduation. So, yeah. Um, that school is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. So we're, we're happy to be able to build an enclosement that will hide the dumpster and really make the look of the, the front part of the building much, much nicer, as well as also addressing some safety concerns for that school overpass and making that a very attractive feature and also. And excited about that improvement. And we did touch on this last night. You want to just offer a quick summary to the question. You know, we're kind of taking the lead on that. And I know there's been a lot of research and investigation. And so why is that that we're taking the lead on them? You know, we're taking the lead on that. I think for lack of a better explanation, uh, EVSC owns that. And and I wasn't around when it was built, <laughs> right. right? But I'm certain that it arose from making certain that our students had safe access across the street to go into the right. playground. So um, at the end of the day, we could perhaps debate whose responsibility it is to maintain that and to make certain that it's in great repair. At the end of the day, our students, we want to make certain that they can travel across that safely in order to get to their playground. We're going to make it right. And we're going to serve the Delaware school community as they deserve to be uh, Absolutely. served. So, Absolutely. Um, okay, very good. 5.03, consideration to reward the contract for the Cedar Hall School Interior Renovation Project of 2023. So uh, that work was awarded to Die Brother Lumber and Construction for a total amount of $891,000. And it will include the first floor um, unit C, the HVAC systems, gymnasium and uh, locker area building. Interior work is detailed on the drawings as well as replacing existing stair treads in addition to the other work. So those were the alternates that were awarded also. And number three and number six, uh, and um, looking forward to having those interior renovations done. If you have driven past uh, Cedar Hall recently, I think the exterior looks looks fantastic. Yes, it really does. Yes, yes. So. Another, you know, and that's another thing. Just like we want to make sure we're serving that Delaware community and that neighborhood. Same way for the neighborhood surrounding Cedar Hall, we want to make that a, a true beautiful focal point of that area, and I think it really is. You bet. Item 5.05, consideration to award the middle school Chromebook bid that was presented by Stacy Mauser. So we are purchasing new Chromebooks for middle school students, and the board approved that last night. 5.05, consideration to approve new WeCare rates. WeCare is a program that is offered uh, to our employees if they have infant and toddlers. So which many of them do. Which many of them do. So the infant rate is going up by $10. The toddler rate stays the same. And the pre-K rate is going up by $10. But uh, there's a non-tuition week. And there are also an added non-tuition week for a total of six weeks where uh, their kids can go to WeCare 
typically over a portion of the week. Uh, it may be spring break where they're, we're not in, in spring break next week, fall break or Thanksgiving week, uh, where we go to school for two days, but there's not tuition charged for those weeks as well as there is no tuition charged over the summer to hold a spot. So, and that's pretty really very popular with our employees with young children. It is a great program for our employees. Yeah. And high quality early learning. It's, it's certainly not right. just someone's not familiar with it. It is not daycare. It is high quality early learning experiences for those children. Absolutely. 5.06 consideration to prove the agreement with 10 Adams. So this is basically, um, work that we have entrusted to 10 Adams to develop a website messaging and an online portal for all of the existing content that we have, um, basically from the game perspective. So we have a lot of content out there. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it's somewhat, um, clumsy to get to. Uh, so we appreciate the streamline nature uh, and really the intuitive nature that 10 Adams. Yeah, we want to make it user-friendly. It doesn't do you much good if you have a lot of great information and it's too difficult to navigate. So. You bet. And then finally, under action item 5.07, consideration uh, of the ratification of the revised MOU with the Evansville Teachers Association for student teacher mentor stipends. So uh, I know that we have shared this earlier, but we're the first district that is now going to pay a stipend for our student teachers as they do their internship. And we are also now going to pay a stipend to our teachers that serve as student teacher mentors. Um, so we are excited about the opportunity to provide this not only for our student teachers, but also for the student teacher mentors. And um, appreciate and what a great investment because, I mean, we're that just is where we start developing our right. teachers that are going to be serving. And, and I think that we've had the statistic we've talked about quite a bit. I think it's what we're around 75% or so of student teachers we're able to keep here. Of course, there's always going to be some go back home to their area where they right. came from, boyfriends, girlfriends, that kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we get quality student teachers, we want to hang on to them. We, we want the best do. and the brightest teaching here. And that's a great way to do it. And, you know, we really do begin developing them during sure. that during that student teacher. That onboarding really starts from the time they hit our doors as a student teacher. You bet it does. So, and then moving on to information items, items 6.01 through 6.04 are the typical items that Dr. Underwood brings on a monthly basis in terms of our financial standing. And you can click on those, as you always say, to see anything you'd like to dive into on that. And those records go back to 2008 on this very uh, tool. Item 6.07, consideration to dot policy 8513, which is political activities on school property. So as we migrate from NEOLA to the Indian School Board Association's policy service, um, this is an, a new policy recommended by ISBA. So it is there for the board's perusal. And uh, all of the information, the items, as you know, other than the traditional uh, financial information, then we'll get moved into action items for next board meeting. So it looks like we'll just have one action item. Okay. And April I think that 24th. you got it. That takes care of then this board meeting. As you said, we'll be back uh, April 24th for our second meeting of this month. Covered a lot of ground in the school board meeting. So we, we appreciate you going through it with us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you, Dr. Smith. Thank you.